Uh, so before I met Sarah, I went on a date with a suicidal girl. What? So I can officially say that there is one girl out there that would rather kill herself than go on a date with me. <laughs> <laughs> one that you know of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, guys, what's what's another thing that you can call anorexia? What? Waste management. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> welcome yeah, to... Yeah, thank you. Welcome to another episode of Tech Proof Games. Wah, 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 air horn. Lights. Kra, kra, kra. Bra, bra. Skirt, skirt. <laughs> We're uh, getting into the rap game. For anyone that uh, didn't know, you know, Gage is a uh, lyrical genius, actually. Yep. For everyone that didn't know. Um, Mitchell is really good at uh, his pronunciations. So he's kind of the, uh, you know, the rap god. He says he's even better than Eminem. He just doesn't. Yeah, that's that's true. Like to show it, you know? Yeah. And I just beatbox. That's it. I'm just a beatboxer. I come up with dope beats, you know? So. And we're just so good at all this stuff. That's why we haven't made one song yet and released it. Because we think we're just, it's going to be too good. <laughs> well, the world the world isn't ready for it. Yeah. For starters. Yeah. Right, Gage? That's right. That's right. That's right. The world would end as we know it. Yep. And you know, all these all these rappers would then be outed as actually being bad. And we're we're talking Eminem, Snoop Dogg. Yeah. All the greats. We don't want to call them out and make them look like just terrible rappers, you know. So well, it, yeah. yeah, it ruins our childhood too. I mean, we grew up idolizing them and then all of a sudden we're better. It's just eh, you know. It's rude. It's rude. It's it's really rude. So And I think the world is in enough trouble as it is today. You know? Yeah. With uh, everything that's going on, you know, down in uh, other parts of the world, overseas, Over. yeah. I guess, you know. Did you guys... Down under the North Pole. Yeah. <laughs> South of the North Pole. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys know that Russia is actually, like, so stupidly close to America that... They could reach the United States in about like thirty minutes with a missile. Like it's stupid close. Did you know that? They could reach the United States in thirty minutes by a boat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if it's not if it's not frozen. <laughs> yeah, if it's not frozen, exactly. Like Sarah really, really Palin close. told us that she could see Russia. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like we all really believe her. So. <laughs> Well, why would she lie about that? You know, good point, Mitch. Is, Mitch. Mitch has a I, point. I never yeah. thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're a smart guy. I never actually stopped to think about that. I mean, yeah. let's be honest. What what does any politician have to lie about? Man, this is um, an eye-opening podcast, you know? Yeah. I never thought about any of this stuff. I don't think any politician has ever lied to us, ever. I always just thought to myself... 
why not trust the government, you know? Or why trust the government? I just, you know, I question a lot of stuff, and I think you guys are right. I probably shouldn't question it. Just trust the government and everything they're doing, right? None of them yeah. are liars. Yeah. So let me ask you guys something. What do you think this war... I'm going to... It's a two-part question, all right? First of all, what do you think this war is going to do to the global economy and technology? And since it is affecting gas prices right now, how do you think that this is going to affect GPU and CPU prices with the war? Gage, I'm going to put you on the spot first. Well, uh, chips and uh, PCBs, they're all made of plastic, right? Plastic is a comes from fossil fuels, right? comes from crude oil. Uh, I don't know. I think it's going to get more expensive. However, on a, uh, uh, a sadder note, the more people that die, the less people that can buy GPUs when the 4000 series comes out. Mm. so mm. but Man. you know covid you know made things worse so maybe that's not the right way to look at this just well maybe saying. it'll just average out and be kind of where it was before covid eh? maybe because demand will go down because people will be dead <laughs> so the supply <laughs> in a sense will go up bing bang boom both very good answers. Both very, very solid answers. So experts say that what they think is going to happen is that actually, because of the fact that generally wars tend to wreck economies and they start to tank people sell off stocks, Companies will start to hurt for business and be forced to drop the prices of GPUs and that actually over the past two months since things first started getting really heated between Russia and Ukraine, GPU prices have actually been dropping because companies are worried that we're about to go into recession and they're trying to sell off all of their product before the economy tanks. So this war is actually dropping the price of CPUs and GPUs, even though there's scarcity in the market for the supplies. Well, that's good news. Kind of crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So just to uh, ramble off, I guess, some some prices here to you. Um, we had, and this is just uh, for the GeForce RTX 3090, in... May on on May 16th of 2021 an RTX 3090 was averaging about 3200 euros okay this chart is in, in euros so forgive me here then in August went down to $2000 by November up to 2800 December 2700 January 2500 February 2300 March 2100 and to today's date, it's now sitting at 1990. So prices, this war is actually dropping the prices of GPUs. And for whatever reason, in Australia, 
the manufacturers NVIDIA dropped the price of all graphics cards being shipped over to Australia by 35%. They dropped the price to try and get everything off the shelves to stock up on their cash reserves in case we go into recession. Hmm. So if you were really hoping to get that uh, 3090 into your computer, guess what, people? You may have two pluses here. We may go into recession, so not only will you be able to finally afford that GPU because prices will drop, but you may also lose your job, so you have tons of time to install it and enjoy it. There you go, people. Great news coming to you from Tech Bruce Games. Thanks for joining us You're on welcome, another America. episode. We'll see you. <laughs> we'll see you next week if we have jobs. So yeah, crazy concept, right? Sure, sure, sure. Well, demands demand will slow down hopefully too as we get closer to new graphics cards with four thousand series that kind of stuff. So yeah, that could help too. Yeah. Well, and then on top of this, also, so Ethereum 2.0 is supposed to come out later this year, and just because of kind of the technical aspects of it, it's a little bit harder to actually, like, mine, I guess, in the way that the whole thing works. I don't know the specs of it, but... I don't think there's any mining involved. Yeah, so basically, yeah. the they're saying that, like, GPUs will pretty much be worthless to crypto now, so... There won't be as many douchebags soaking up the GPUs to mine some some cryptos, you know? Is Ethereum 2.0 gauge all based off of, like, contracts and trans transactions, basically? And that's what helps yeah. generate it? It's kind of like something Shiba like a little bit or something like yeah. that? Yeah, no, that's exactly it. Yeah, where yeah. it's not, uh, yeah. A little, so. little more decentralized. Even more so than it already is. So, yeah. good Good news all around, right? Slow, sure. Slow clap for the uh, for the Ethereum and slow clap for the uh, well, I don't want to say the war, you know, go Ukraine, but <laughs> GPU prices are dropping, so so keep that war going. <laughs> I, I don't know about that, but you know, <laughs> all right, maybe don't. So, in other words, though, um, when it comes to cryptos and stuff. Um, Bitcoin, for some odd reason, is is just it's going up right now, and and I can't seem to figure out why. Gage, I know that you have purchased some crypto recently because my stupid speeches and dumbness somehow slightly convinced you to buy into some crypto. Well, right? let me just put it. Let me put it this way: over the last week, I am. Less down than I was a week ago. <laughs> Still down though. Uh, yep. But yep. I'm riding that gravy train now, boys. That's right. Hoddle, baby, hoddle. Diamond hands. That's what they say. You know, with with how much you've been going down, it's almost like as if going into crypto is like some kind of system of a down. Oh. Are you calling me slow, Mitch? No. Oh. Okay. Just checking. Gage. I was just a shout out to our homies of the sick band System of a Down. Yeah, they're uh, one of our favorite. They listen to us every week, so. Yeah, they're our number one listener. Yep, yep. Gage, how. Surge. Just hey, how buddy. far down are you? Uh, I don't know. I don't 
don't even have it up right now. No. Not terrible, but uh Okay. All hold right. on a minute. Coinbase. All right. Well, while you uh while you're looking that up, I can tell you that I'm a little surprised, I guess, at my own stats when it comes to crypto, because I know that I made a boatload of money on Dogecoin, and I made some money on Bitcoin and Ethereum. But ever since I dumped all my money and transferred over to Coinbase and sold everything off of Robinhood, because Robinhood was being a piece of shit, and I dumped some money into uh, um, Celsius and, and BlockFi, according to all this stuff, man... I'm actually like net zero right now over the past three months, even with all this interest I've been gaining and everything else. And then I went to go do my taxes. And, you know, when you do your taxes, you still have to file like cryptos and stuff, technically, right? And according to those statements, I was down $30 total in crypto. Nice. Yeah. So moral of the story is I don't know what I'm doing in crypto. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Glad that I've got tons of money stored away in it. And I'm just waiting for that next uh, Bitcoin breakthrough, which everyone's saying Bitcoin is resetting and this puppy's going to skyrocket any moment now. So we're going to see. Gage, did you find your, your stats? Yes. Total all time. I am down $82.59. Uh, it's close oh to bankrupting me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, no. And that's better than, let's see, I think of my low, oh yeah, oh. yeah, I was down like $100 at one point, so like I said, gravy train Oof. going uphill here, yep. ain't, ain't no stopping me. That's right. I'm like that's a right. Saturn V rocket headed for the moon. <laughs> mm-hmm. You said it, girl. Mitch, are you in the crypto world at all? No. No? No. No? Okay. Uh, for some odd reason, I was thinking that you were, I mean, you were talking about it and you were going to jump into it. So, um, do you buy stocks, Mitch, at all? You were going to get into <laughs> stocks, weren't you? Yeah, I've been thinking about it. I haven't done it. I haven't made the jump quite yet. Okay. Okay. Um, so, in, uh, in recent news... So, as you guys know, the company Meta Platforms, right, a.k.a. Facebook, a.k.a. Mm -hmm. Pile of Junk that's been tanking, a.k.a. The Robot, right, Mark Zuckerberg. Mm -hmm. Sweet baby rays. Yep. Their stocks have not been uh, doing so hot recently. Their stocks have really, really tanked. Pretty much almost reset them back to... Like, tw the year, like, 2020, right? Their stocks haven't been this low, like, for the past two years. And they believe, though, that this pandemic, I mean, it really boosted their numbers here, right? But they are trying to be the leaders, not only in, like, this whole new, like, VR, digital, whatever world, right? They, on top of that, though, want to be a leading company in having everyone working like completely remote and i wanted to get your guys's thoughts on this so they now have people that are running meta or meta whatever the fuck you however you want to call it have people in like europe canada the united states 
There's someone in, like, Hawaii. They literally just have people all over the world. And they think that this is going to help out their company. And over the past, like, month or so, their stocks have been rising ever since they really just kind of said, fuck it, everyone, just go work wherever you want. Would you guys be okay with that in your companies if you could just go work wherever you want? Or do you think that this would make you just, like, lazier and not want to work more, knowing that your boss is nowhere near you and has zero control over you? Mitch? I think it'd be sweet. Honestly, I mean, cause then it's like, I mean, not everyone has a super long commute, but you know, a lot of people won't have to be driving, spending an hour and a half of their life driving to and from work. So you can wake up closer to when you're like supposed to be online. You know, you don't got to do a bunch of time, like getting ready in the morning. I mean, you, or you can like have more time to make breakfast. And otherwise you can like, you know go work outside if you want to okay there we you go can, you can go work i don't know you can go to the park and work you could go to a coffee shop and work if you want at first when you started talking there mitch i th all i really understood from you was like that way i can sleep more and i could go to bed earlier and i can <laughs> wake up later and it'll be great <laughs> i mean the convenience part is a large aspect of wanting to work from home yeah, 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 for yeah. people. Sure. See, I'm I'm a busybody man, and I don't really work at home all that well. Like, I tried it a little bit during the pandemic, and it just doesn't work for me. Like, I get distracted easily, and I was going and doing other shit and like not working. Um, you know, luckily none of my my coworkers listen to this podcast, but there was like one time or whatever I had like a COVID scare and. McKenna had COVID, and so technically I had to be at home for, like, seven days or something, dude. And I think I probably worked, like, three hours every day, maybe four, you know, kind of jumped online here and there, checked my shit. And then I went and, like, worked around the house, did tons of other stuff. I was, like, fucking worthless. I tried to sit at the computer, couldn't do it. It's just not me. So, Gage, what about you? Yeah, I'm not a, uh, I'm not a work-from-home kind of person either. Uh, get distracted by food and beer <laughs> and <laughs> that's about yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I'm all for people working from home. I think it's great. Like with my business and stuff where we're, you know, a service business where we have to go to people's houses all the time. It's made it really nice. You know, when you're trying to schedule people are like, yeah, come over whenever I'm home all day. It's like, you know, it's perfect. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know about, uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter. I think people's work ethics are lower at home anyway, so if you can go work wherever, if you're on vacation and have to work on vacation, fuck it, is it that much different than being at home? I mean, I've seen how some people work from home, you know. Yeah. Yeah, see, I just, I don't work from home well, and when I go on vacation, usually I still end up working in the mornings and stuff. Like when I go to Florida, I still end up working in the mornings, checking emails, whatever. Um, but I hardly work. Like I literally just, it's me just like flagging emails. Like, yeah, I should probably answer that later. I should answer that one later. And then like five days goes by and I'm like, yeah, I didn't answer that. I guess I'll just unflag that email. It's not important anymore. <laughs> fuck it. Like, fuck that one up. Oh, well, on to the next one. So... You know, I just, I don't see how it's going to work, but you know what? 
meta platforms, whatever you think you need to do to, to fix your shitty company. So best of luck to you guys. Speaking of uh, working from home, Gage, you spent a lot of time working from home and going through all of our voicemails. What do you have for us this week, buddy? That's right. I drank a lot of beer and uh, got distracted by food a lot while listening to these voicemails. We got two <laughs> voicemails today. Okay. And uh, they're just really great. So uh, okay. let's jump right into the first one here. Hey, Bubba. Um, this is, uh, this is Carl. Yeah, Carl. And, uh, Carl is wondering if, uh, you guys could help me with something. Uh, Carl has some inappropriate things on his computer, um, that are not safe for work. And Carl is wondering if you could help Carl, um, wipe his hard drive. So that's, that's Carl's question for the day. And, uh, again, this is Carl and not anybody else. Thank you. Bye-bye. Cool. Hmm. Cool. I kind of got that. So they found some inappropriate stuff on Carl's computer. Yep. And and what was what was the second half of that? They need to wipe the hard drive. Wipe the hard drive. Yep. They got to wipe the hard drive. Yep. You know, it's uh, it's pretty simple. You kind of have a couple of options here. You know, depending on how um important it is to really clean the information. To make sure no one can ever get a hold of it, you know, I would say if it's like, you know, you're going to go to jail for the rest of your life kind of information, I would say just <laughs> probably run over it and throw it in a river. Yeah, that's probably, you know. Well, so actually with modern technology, if police find that, they could recover it. So what you would want to do is get a fire going, a really, really hot, big fire, like 400 plus degrees. So you can throw it in there. So it almost completely incinerates everything that's on, you know, all the components. So that way there's literally nothing for them to recover. Yeah. Yeah. Destroy the evidence, really. From what I've read. (laughs) Not that Mitchell has any first-hand experience in doing this but no i did i did see a video online that um i think it was a linus tech tips video they can recover data from hard drives that have been in fires yeah yep mitchell's wrong yep (laughs) so well i'm i'm speaking like complete ashes kind of of incineration okay yeah probably be good there yeah the other option would be uh, put it on uh, one of Elon Musk's rocket and fly that puppy straight to Mars. There you yep. go. Now they really are. They're gonna have a hard time fucking getting hold of that information. I mean, Musk did bring up his date of landing on Mars, a human on Mars. He brought it all the way up to 2029, boys. Elon has plans to put a person on the fucking on the red planet here in the next. What is that? Seven years. Seven years. What yeah. the is that shit, the f- balls? Is that the first time he's put a date on it? Yeah. Or original- has he ever claimed a, a date before that? Originally, he said 2050. Oh. Yeah. He moved it up 20 years. 21 years. 21 so, years. Yeah. Pretty crazy, man. And, uh, I, you know, I'm I'm not going to really doubt him. I, I, I mean, whatever. The guy is, uh, he's crazy. He doesn't do anything else but work. So we'll see. 
But anyways, um, what's, Gage, what's another way that you can wipe a hard drive? If it's not go-to-jail-sensitive information. Well, I mean, kind of the best. Like, if you're just doing, like, a quick format, just install a new copy of Windows, and it'll format for you really quickly. Or um, there's also software called DBAN. It's called, I think it stands for, like, Darren's Boot and Nuke. And if you create, like, a bootable jump drive, an ISO file on there, and... Uh, you can boot into that, and you can wipe your hard drive, you know. Um, there's, like, different settings in there. It'll just do, like, a quick one. It'll do, like, one pass, and it can do... I can't remember what some of the other ones are, but they can take, like, days to wipe it. And it just wipes it and wipes it and wipes it to the point where hopefully it's unrecoverable. Yeah. Yeah, and then after you do that, just make sure that you go through and do some registry cleaning and do a little bit of... Uh you know optimization on your hard drive because nuking at that at that level it's probably i have a hard time believing that the hard drive is still usable at that point maybe i i mean i don't know i've never i've never looked into it but like how is it still usable at that point you know yeah and i don't know i mean i haven't used dban i've never used it on like a solid state drive or anything like that i've only ever used it on actual hard drives so i don't actually know the differences with solid state drives and hard drives on in terms of um wiping them and stuff yeah yeah so hope that answers uh hope that answers your question you can either burn it drown it send it to mars or nuke it (laughs) all super viable options (laughs) good luck Mm -hmm. yep just ship it over to russia they'll do the job for you they'll nuke it so, Gage, mm. on to the next voicemail, sir. Okay. Hey, babies, it's Jenna. <laughs> I'm listening. My boyfriend's got a couple questions. His birthday's coming up, and I was going to get him some keyboard switches. He says he wants something like that. I really know what that is, but he says he likes the clickety-clack of the keys when he's typing on nitro type. Anyway, if you beautiful ladies could just give me a, a, a an answer as to what keys uh, are real nice and clicky, that would be great. Uh, well, I'll talk to you later, babies. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye now. What was her name? Uh, I didn't hear it. Let me, hold on. Janice. Janus. Janus. Jan's. Janus. It's Janus. I like her. All right, Miss Vagina. So, you need some clickety clackety keyboards, eh? Mitch, you've got a super clicky keyboard. I do. What kind of keyboard do you got? I've got a Crosshair. L something. Cool. What switches do you have in it? Listen to that clickety clack. What switches do I have? Um, what do you mean? I don't know what that means. <laughs> you don't know what kind of switches are in your keyboard? It turns RGB. Sweet. And it has different <laughs> RGB settings. Sweet. Sweet. None of them are active, but. Okay then. Gage, <laughs> do you uh, do you want to dive into this a little bit for us? On I mean, sure, yeah. I mean, if you like clickety clickety clackities, um, 
you know, I think there's a little difference there between clacking and clicking, right? Like a clack yeah. is like when the key hits the bottom, a click is like a, the actual switch. Um, you know, there's different kinds of switches. There's linear switches, there's um, clicky switches, that kind of stuff. So it really depends on what you want. You've got lots of different kinds of, you've got cherry switches, like kind of the original mechanical keyboard brand. They lost their patent. So now all these other companies can make basically the same switches. So like yep. Gatron or I, Kyle or Kai, Kai, whatever it's pronounced. That's actually what I have in my keyboard. I have Kyle Purples. And they're linear, and they're great, and they sound good, and I just I love the noise of it. And I, I want to play it for you guys, but you probably can't hear it through this. But here, yeah, probably maybe I'll try. Not. Listen. Nope. Well, that's okay. The podcast people can hear it. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, so, you know, common keyboards you know like if you go logitech they use their own switches they're called roamers um most corsairs they used to always be cherry there's like cherry brown is an in between the clicky which is a cherry blue there's cherry reds which are very linear linear they're also making a whole lot of new ones they got greens they got silvers they got clear all that kind of stuff you know look into it they you know they always put charts out um depending on the switch too um like mine they're the purple ones, there's like a 50 gram actuation force. So it's like how heavy the key feels when you're actually typing on it. Right. Um, I think the heaviest keys are usually around 60 or 80 or something like that. I think cherry blacks are like 60 maybe. I could probably look that up really quick. Yeah, yeah. 60. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, look into it. They're, I'm not a clicky person. I don't like the actual click of the keyboard. I like just smooth, and I like the noise of the keycap bottoming out. There you it go. Gives you that just nice like. Gage, I have Cherry MX. Cherry MX, red, brown, blue. Uh, I mean, the color is red on the box, so I assume red. Red, yes. Those are linear. Hmm. The good ones. Ooh. That's what I I like reds. Yeah, yeah I like mine. I, I like that it's just kind of, like you said, you just kind of hear the sound of it bottoming out, but right. that's the only click you get from it. So, like, if you guys ever hear, Robert, I think yours is actually, like, kind of clicky, right, when you type? Like, you have a, like, a, a when as you're, like, depressing the key, you can feel, like, actually click. Deep, like, like, there's a bump, a bump in it. Yeah. Yep. That would be, like, a cherry blue. Um, yeah, mine are... Blue blue switch mechanical keyboards basically is built into this. This is like an off brand, like it's called Habit um, mm. keyboard. So um, these things are like this keyboard's like moddable. It was a nice like little cheap mechanical RGB keyboard, you know. That yeah. I'm I like so far, you know. But and there there is getting into that. You know, you mentioned moddable. There are keyboards out now where you can. Um, like hot swap the switches. There's no soldering involved, anything like that. You just need a key switch pull. You pull them out. You can do what you want with them. You can lube them, which changes how they feel and stuff like that. It's a it's a whole thing. We love yeah. lube. Keyboards, man, are uh, believe it or not, it's like a, a lot of people don't understand, but there's a lot that goes into keyboards and a lot of different types of designs and everything that go into this stuff. Like you were saying, the different types of switches and backlights and if they float and if they're moddable and if you can lube them and do they have like metal frames plastic frames all that kind of stuff there's probably like i mean 
No shit. Uh, Probably like hundreds of, of combinations of keyboards that you can do. Um, have you guys ever used the keyboards, though, where they're actually, like, curved, rounded to kind of fit your fingers a little bit, so then that way it's not, like, twisting so your wrist as much, and they're... they're ergonomically correct. Technically, yeah, if you want to call it that. Nope. You know? No, my work key- That's what my work keyboard is. Do you like it? Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. I don't prefer it. I just prefer the normal flat one, but... right. Yeah. Have you guys seen or tried out the, like, keyless keyboards? The finger, like, sensitive whatever ones. Where it's just, like, a series of rings on your finger, and they learn literally, like, where they can sense, like, how you're moving your fingers or extending it to figure out exactly, like, what buttons you're touching. As if it were an actual keyboard, basically. No? Like, no. I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll we'll have to do maybe uh, in these in this next couple of uh, weeks we'll have to do some research on these things and and bring them up, um, not do a review but talk about them a little bit more. People are thinking that this will kind of be the new thing for keyboards or computers in general, since that way it kind of gets rid of the fact of needing a real keyboard and a mouse, since this thing kind of tackles both all at once. Um, but that's like for the advanced advanced person i don't think that they're very dialed in yet everything that i've seen on reviews for those things they're pretty much garbage they're not like very tuned up i think i guess. I imagine a lot of people would be constantly trying to delete stuff because it's like no i didn't i didn't hit this i didn't want and and i <laughs> <laughs> wanted no damn it uh yeah so, um, hopefully that answers, uh, answers your question there. There's a lot of shit that you can go with, a lot of switches to use. We all use kind of slightly different ones. Um, best thing that we could recommend is go to local computer store, like we have micro, or, uh, micro center here. Just go test out, like, you know, 20 different keyboards, figure out what kind of clicky noises you like and how it all feels and... You know, mine are mine are a little more floating. Mine don't bottom out. Mine are are a little extra floaty and kind of clicky. And Mitch and Gages are a little softer and bottom out a little bit more. You're Mitchell, clicky, you're... we're clacky. Yep, yep. exactly. Mm-hmm. Mitch, your keyboard was was really expensive too, from what I remember. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, you had you had like a uh, two hundred dollar keyboard that also integrates with like your video games, right? Mm-hmm changes mm-hmm. colors yeah. like in Diablo 3 when you pick up a rare like the whole or you pick up a unique item the whole keyboard glows orange yeah not I wish I wish it did that with a lot of my video games but yeah Diablo like when I die it'll like flash it'll go dark and flash red yeah <laughs> if I level up the entire thing will like light up gold and like it'll go from like inside out and then it'll go back to the normal colors it's even cool because it's like you know the standard keys on Diablo 3 are like Q one two three four. And if right. you use one and that skill is on cooldown, like they'll all be white. And then when that skill is on cooldown, the light will actually be out until the skill is like back up. Sweet. Otherwise, like Far Cry 5, when I play that, it makes the keyboard an American flag. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I could I could boot up Far Cry 5 and send, show you guys, but yeah, yeah, it's cool. That's pretty sweet. 
Yeah, we. Uh, I remember me and Dan dropped a pretty penny on that keyboard for you because it looked pretty sweet. Yeah, it's sick. I really like this one. Yeah. Well, just don't ever drop beer on it, I guess. Right? Yeah. So. Um, so that was it for uh, voicemails. Thanks for calling in, you guys. Definitely appreciate it. Um, good talking to you. Be sure to call back if you got anything else. And um, I got just a little bit of... Uh, of more news and actually i i didn't uh i didn't specifically um ask you guys this i'm gonna kind of revert back to one of the earlier questions and conversations real quick now with everything that's been happening in russia and ukraine right we were discussing the pricing of gpu and that it's actually dropping due to the war because they think that there's going to be an economical crash right what do you think is going to happen to technology advancing with the war? Do you think technology slows down during time of war because everyone's so focused on making bullets? Or do you think technology advances faster during a time of war? Advances. Yeah. Gage? Yep. Agree? Just not where we want it to be. Right, yeah. You both would be correct. Experts say that technology advances quite a bit quicker during times of war because of military exercises and wanting more advanced stuff. The military will basically take over companies like NVIDIA and AMD and ask for like pretty crazy shit to be thrown into satellites, essentially, and whatever else, and crazy weaponry, and technology advances super fast, and next thing you know, you guys... We're going to skip the fucking 50 series graphics cards. We're going to go straight to the 70s. You know? <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so, it's going to go straight to the 100,000 series. Uh, fuck yeah. I'm okay with that. So that's everything that I had for updates. Mitch, what do you got? Uh, well, quick question. Did you guys have Gonzaga going to the final four in your brackets? I did in one of my brackets. Uh, yeah, in one of mine. Yeah, because they lost today. I know. Trust me. I know. It really fucked up my whole bracket. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. I think it fucked up a lot of people's brackets. Yep. Yeah. So. So, I uh, even looked yeah. at that one since my, uh, yeah, since I heard they lost. Guess I yeah, I stopped paying attention after Wisconsin got taken out, so. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so you know how I, I sent you guys that leak of the, like, 45 minutes of gameplay from Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga? The one yep. that got removed. Yep, the one yep. that got removed. <laughs> yep. D oh, did you guys not get to see it? Nope. Uh, I, I watched maybe the first, like, 15 minutes of it or something like that. Yeah. No, I went to go, um, I was waiting for a good time to go watch it where I had 45 minutes to kill, and then it was just like... This video has been removed, and it's like, damn it, <laughs> shit. So the first one that I found, that one got removed, but luckily in the Reddit thread that I saw it in, someone had posted another link that was, and that's the one I sent you guys, that was uh, the corrected link. But yeah, bummer that got taken down. Yep. But the uh, all 300 playable characters has been leaked. The full list has been leaked. Jeez. I mean, I, you know, obviously I'm not going to read through all of it, but there are 10 different versions of Luke Skywalker, eight different versions of Obi-Wan Kenobi. My God. There's, yeah, I mean, there's literally every single character that you know and ones you don't. 
I'm assuming that these are, you know, I mean, if it's eight different versions of Obi-Wan and, would you say, ten different versions of Skywalker? Oh, there's even a couple more. So 12, from what I'm finding, of Skywalker, but yeah. So there, there has to be different versions, maybe. I mean, maybe these different versions is just, like, different clothes, like, aesthetics and stuff. So it could easily be, it, like, three different versions from New Hope and two different versions from Empire Strikes Back. and Yeah, it is. I mean, like, you've got Luke Skywalker, old flashback. Luke Skywalker, old crate. Luke Skywalker, episode five, no jacket. Luke Skywalker Hoth, Luke Skywalker Jabba's Palace, Luke Skywalker training flashback. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's yeah. there's a lot that are just different uh, clothing options on characters, but nonetheless, you can go find the full list of every single character if you need to know that information. Have either of you guys pre-purchased the game yet? I know that. I think you guys both said that you weren't going to pre-purchase it until more reviews come out but yeah wanted to see if one of you uh snapped and went and bought it after watching the gameplay or something nope i'm gonna hold out i mean it comes out like less than two weeks so yeah i think really for that close two weeks from today right the 5th of april it's the 24th yeah not even yeah like not even two weeks yeah, a week and a half. Yeah, so, you know, in another week or so, we'll get the reviews and see how good it actually yep. is. Yep. Uh, if you guys didn't hear, CD Projekt Red announced the next Witcher game. Or hinted at it. Yep. They did confirm that's going to be the School of the Lynx, which is like post-Geralt and post-School of the Wolf and School of the Cat. Um, don't really know much more about it other than that it's in development. Yeah, I heard um a lot of people talking in like PC Gamer recent article, kind of just speculating what they think will be the characters, you know, or just I guess the the game in general. So, um, one of them was they think maybe uh, and I don't know a whole lot about the games. I never actually end up ended up finishing any of them so mitch maybe you can uh tell us a little bit more but um the character siri i believe is that right yep um they think that it could be possibly planned around her um and then another concept would be that you just get to make your own witcher that would be cool that'd be a lot of fun you know so then that way you've kind of got like, I guess not really different classes, but slightly different, you know, starting skills or whatever. A little more, I don't know, Elden Ring-ish, maybe, you know? Um, in that they think that it'll have uh, multiple protagonists, potentially. That'd be cool. So, yeah, we'll see. Sounds like the game's not coming out for quite some time, though. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, I imagine we're probably like <laughs> five three. years or four years out at least. Yeah, three. I was going to say three or four years. So, which, you know, it'll uh, it'll be cool, man. Gage, did you ever play the Witcher games? I played the Witcher 3 because when I bought my 
graphics card you got it for free 960 i think it was yeah i got it for free since yep. i did play that one and it was on um i can't remember what game store or whatever i had to download it off of god yeah Ga- God. galaxy that's what it was. of whatever of games or whatever and that's <laughs> I've never reinstalled that on since I built this computer like four years ago, so I've never played it since. But it was a good game. Yeah. My girlfriend likes the show on Netflix. I haven't yeah, watched it. Yeah, the show's it. cool. Yeah, the show's pretty cool. Uh, some other gaming news I got. Ubisoft is planning a massive game showcase where they're going to showcase games like Skull and Bones, which is the Assassin's Creed or the, the pirate game that's based off of Assassin's Creed 4. Mm-hmm. Black Flag. Uh, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. The free world, you know, game based off of the Avatar James Cameron world. Also heard that we might see uh, the Avatar 2 trailer before May. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. But anyways, uh, some of the other games in this showcase will possibly be assassin's creed rift and assassin's creed infinity i know one of those is based off of the antagonist from valhalla i'm not sure what the other one is nice uh the prince of persia sands of time remake prince of persia unknown title uh, splinter cell remake uh, another ghost recon front frontier game or frontline game Another division game. So, you know, just, just some cool games coming up. Uh, unfortunately, it's looking like their first-person Star Wars shooter probably won't come out until 2025 or later. Ugh. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's... They're just uh, experiencing delays or it's harder than the they were thinking it was going to be, but... Yeah, there's a tweet that's saying essentially uh, probably looking at 2025 at the earliest for it. So, would all right, this is a little off topic. Would you guys play a like Grand Theft Auto Star Wars, Grand Theft Auto Coruscant, where you're on Coruscant the whole time and you can do whatever you want? Would you play yes. something yeah. like that? Okay. Yes. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, <laughs> for whatever so reason sweet. when when you said first person shooter i'm like in 2025 i'm like ah oh, grand theft auto and i'm like oh my god maybe no <laughs> <laughs> that would be, be awesome hell yeah i would play that for sure speaking of grand theft auto so this is uh you know you can take this rumor with a grain of salt but apparently we might get a like proper GTA 6 announcement tomorrow. Oh. What? Yeah. Hmm. Um there's this guy on Twitter. Let's see. His name is called The Last Gosh, what is it? The Last Fish Supper. <laughs> okay. okay. Um And I guess he's uh, well-known on on GTA forums. Okay. But he mentioned a a Twitter post from one of his friends who shows a picture of Clifford the Big Red Dog. And this was December 2nd. It says, He no got my panache, but I... 
you know, Scottish speak. Fucking um, what? The post seems to be alluding to the Zynga, Zygna, Zynga acquisition that was done with Take-Two, Rockstar's parent company. Okay. And another part of that same same tweet, uh, let's see, they also replied to a Twitter post of Universal Studios. In their reply, he said 1978. And in the tweet, he it's like a little gif of Big Smoke. Okay. From San Andreas. And then, like, a little more in his uh, Twitter thread, Twitter history, he replied to a tweet that just said, why is the 25th of March so far away? Huh. And so because this guy is so prominent in the GTA forums, people think that that means that there is going to be a GTA 6 announcement on March 25th, which would be tomorrow, or when Mm. this episode airs. Huh. Okay. Well, so if it doesn't happen, then it doesn't happen. But then yeah. we'll all come after you, Mitch. Yep. You get home You're from work, and there'll just be like a riot, pitchforks and lanterns, you know, out there. Like, damn you! Yeah. You know, Nine news. Yeah. I'll get out of my car, and cops will have to usher me into my house. <laughs> um. Otherwise, there have been some leaks that they think the game will take place in two different eras. They think it might be in like the 1980s as well as modern day. And they think there might be multiple characters. And I've also seen that people think there might be a female in, character for once, but as it, like multiple characters as in like like the way it was in GTA 5. Yeah. You know? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was fun. I would be okay if they did that again. I thought yeah. that was uh, an interesting twist to the game. Yeah. So. Okay. Oh, cool. Anything else? No. That's all I got. Got hey. I got some thrilling news. For all the NFL Madden or any NFL video game fans, uh, the NFL has partnered with somebody called Status Pro, and they're going to start making VR NFL games every year. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So it'll be on uh, the MetaQuest as well as the PlayStation VR is what they're saying. So uh, look forward to that. I didn't say, I don't think there would be one this year, but uh, maybe next year. You know what? Originally, man, I was telling Margaret for Father's Day that I think I need uh, a sous vide. I think I'm going to change my mind, though. I think I'm going to tell her I need a full VR gaming set. You know, I think I'm going to tell her I need a fucking Oculus or something. Yeah. You know? I think that's the way to go. Yeah. Fuck the sous vide. Who needs a sous vide when you've got a VR gaming headset? <laughs> Why eat real steak when you can just eat it in VR? Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, fuck that real shit. <laughs> uh, well, that'll be fun. That'll be dope. I would play that. Yeah, I you can't know? wait to see videos of 
people playing wide receiver and like diving into their TVs and walls <laughs> trying to yeah <laughs> you know lay out for the catch. Ooh, can I play as Russell Wilson in Invesco Field while it's on fire? Oh, that'd yeah, be sweet. that'd be cool. Just black <laughs> smoke coming out of the stands. <laughs> Hell yeah! For those for those listening and don't know, but our hometown stadium here in Denver was on fire today for some odd reason. They think it's due to construction stuff, but look, I'm not saying Russell Wilson started the fire, but it is a little weird how. We, you can look back the last five, ten years. There hasn't been a single fire in Invesco Stadium or at Invesco Field. Empowerment, but then Empower t- Empower Empowerment Field, Mile High Field that was turned into Empowerment Field. But then Sports two weeks after the guy field. shows up, one thousand square feet of chairs just burst up in flames for no reason. Hmm. Kind of strange. Seems a little strange. Fishy there, connection Russell there, Wilson. Yeah. Will the new owner have to replace the seats? Is that part of the deal now? I would imagine the insurance company will pay for it. <laughs> yeah, it was the electrical fire. Yeah. Very convenient electrical fire. What else do you got, Gage? That was pretty much it. Slow week for me here. Um, That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. It's not that it was a slow week for you. It's that you were so busy scanning through voicemails that me just and don't Mitch, have time anymore yeah 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 me and mitch have to do all the the gaming research but that's okay we still got a solid 54 minute episode there so that's thanks everyone solid. thanks for everyone for joining us another episode tech brews games season two it's going well be sure to shoot us an email with some more ridiculous voicemails over to gauge he doesn't have enough to listen to nope. you know he wants not just 2 million, but 5 billion voicemails to listen to. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Peace. Cheers. Later. Later.